Ever wondered what your backyard looked like before humans got here? Well, wonder no more. Because a new tool can now show you not only what local biodiversity used to exist, but how to rebuild it. The just-launched interactive map by EcoIndex aims to provide guidelines for ecosystem restoration. They have a 15% minimum goal for ecosystem cover in every catchment in the country within a century to explain what that means. I'm joined by EcoIndex project lead, Dr. Kitty Wallace. Kia ora, Kitty. Kia ora, Jesse. Nice to talk to you today, and, and tell us how this project got started. Where did it come from? Oh, it's great to talk to you and be here. Thanks. This project's inception really started back in 2019 through the Biological Heritage National Science Challenge. So this is one of our nationwide big science initiatives. And a bunch of brains got together in a room to talk about you know, what's missing for our biodiversity. Why is it still in decline? And what can we do about that? Okay, what was your solution? What did you come up with? Well, we thought the first thing you need to do is see where you have your native ecosystems remaining and where they used to be, and then base your restoration off of that. And if you can, do it over that century-long stepwise time period, like you mentioned before. So there's a bit of degradation that's happened. It's going to take a little while to restore from that, and that's fine. As we look at the map, what do we see? And uh, I'd encourage people to have a play, by the way. It's, it's quite good fun. It's the whole of New Zealand, colour-coded. But uh, can you talk us through what we see when we take a look at it? Sure, I'd love to. So um, I'm sitting at my desk, and I'm looking at the map online as well on the EcoIndex website. And there's a number of map layers that you can play with. This is like a choose-your-own-adventure story. So everyone will pick their own journey. But the main two map layers are ecosystem restoration priority levels, and that color codes where we're missing ecosystems the most, and the expected natural range of ecosystems. So that tells you what kinds of ecosystems need to be restored and where. Okay, and what do you notice immediately when you look at the map? Well, uh, someone else described it to me as a bit confronting, at times when you look at the priority levels layer anyway, because we've colored the areas that are below five and even below 10% of what's needed, the cover that's needed, colored them bright pink and red, and they they dump out quite a bit in particular places in the country as well where um, we've modified the landscape. So there's a a bit of work to be done yet. Um, Any places which are looking encouraging? Uh, Yep, sure. So a lot of the higher altitude areas are not quite so modified. So those are the places where we have celebration stories, if you'd like, where we can say, hey, look, we've got the natural variety of ecosystems and all the biodiversity that they provide a habitat for. We've got those. That's awesome. Let's celebrate that. Let's protect them because it's a lot of work to restore them. Um, And then let's focus on those other, maybe the more lowland areas, the areas around highly populated areas. Um, can we integrate a bit of nature back into the landscape there? If you ask the average person on the street, what do we need to do to restore an ecosystem? They might say plant some trees. Planting trees always sounds positive, but actually there's some subtlety in your map, which reminds us that that's not always the answer. Yes, that's true. Um, planting's a good start, and it is can be a lot of fun 
to get out there and plant some trees. I love doing that uh, with friends and family. But there is a bit of work to be done to shepherd the ecosystem through to maturity. So when you first planted 100 trees, it's not a forest really, is it? There needs to be care after that to take care of the weeds and to remove predators and pests to let those native plants really thrive and start to work together to be a functioning ecosystem. So I'm an ecologist by training, and I love to study ecosystems and see how all the little constituent bits, the plants and the animals, they all live together in harmony and they each have their role. So that's kind of the work that we need to do after that first planting has occurred. There's also the fact that some places aren't natural homes of native forest, for example, and that's the um, the layer of your map. You've got the expected natural range of ecosystems. What does that show us? Yes, that's right. So even though Aotearoa is known for its beautiful and extensive forest and many types of forest, we do have some other ecosystem types that we should look after. For example, dune lens, which are... Um, highly modified around a lot of our coast areas. So if you were to click on the maps layer that's called expected natural range of ecosystems, you can see where those various different ecosystems used to sit uh, on the landscape. And that can help you know as a land manager or whoever you are, ah, okay, this is where I should be putting back this kind of ecosystem. And there's even, if you click on the map, um, you can actually open up a little side panel and other info about oh, what uh, what is the characteristic suite of plants that might be in this ecosystem and some links to, to other resources to help with that on-the-ground planning of how to build it back. So what is the aim? Tell us about this 15% figure that you've come up with. Uh, yes, that's a great question. People ask about that one. And um, so the 15%... It comes in tandem with a vision, the Eco-Index National Vision. The idea here, based on science, is that if an area drops below 15% of its original native ecosystem land cover, a lot of those species in those ecosystems start to go into a free fall. There's just not enough habitat for them anymore, and they start to spiral downwards and decline. But if we can keep that land cover at about 15%, we're putting a floor under that free fall. We're giving those species a chance to actually live sustainably into the future. So that's really, I think, where our, our goal should be, right? So that we can keep that biodiversity that is so special. I guess there's also advantages in, in linking these natural ecosystems up, right? It might also be a problem if you've got a certain amount of natural ecosystems, but they're, they're cut up into little bits, Yes, yes, that's definitely another great ecological principle. So connectivity is key. Where we can, we should be linking up ecosystems. And it's okay if there are different types of ecosystems because there's some species who can cross over and use different, um, different areas. So uh, if we can connect up, great. Even if we can have little stepping stones of ecosystem types across the landscape. That's brilliant because species can kind of jump from one to the other or fly from one to the other or be blown by the wind. So as long as we avoid huge expanses where there's no native ecosystem, um, we're doing pretty good. You've divided New Zealand up into what you call eco-index catchments, and I think it's that's what you've used as your measurement area, 15% of each of those. Um, 
that ideally would feature natural ecosystems. How are we doing so far? Have you measured what percentage we currently have of natural ecosystems in those catchments? Uh, yes, yeah, that's what uh, the map helps us understand as a nation. So clicking on one of the layers, the one called restoration priority levels, helps us see where we need to do a bit more restoration work because that's where those ecosystem types and those catchments are missing the most. And we do broke you, it up into these. Yeah. Sorry, do you have a number? Like, can you help us understand without looking at the map, like how far away that 15% goal is? Oh, sure. Well, it's it's different for every catchment, yeah, right? Yeah, it varies so a lot, it doesn't it? On, it varies a lot, yes. And so, um, Central yeah, Plateau's some, looking some good. Places, Northland's looking good. Yes. Yes. Um, I, uh, I guess I don't want to, like, call anybody out too much, yeah. but there's some places that are pretty highly modified, um, like uh, the environment, uh, the, the Canterbury region, yeah. you know, the plains there are pretty pretty well uh, modified from what they originally Gosh. were. And, of course, around uh, Auckland is another place. But then but then the whole of the, uh, the Waipunamu, that beautiful South Island, is looking grey, which is a good colour on your map. A lot of it is yes. still untouched. Yeah, very interesting. It's beautiful West Coast, yeah. Kitty, so much yeah, work so- must have gone into this map. Yes, heaps of work. Um, And also, I have to give credit to some of the um, public data sources that we've drawn on, and we've kind of made this data accessible, but it's been put out there by our CRIs, like Manaki Fenua Landcare Research, for example, and and a lot of other really excellent scientists and their work over the decades. So we've we've kind of operationalized it, I suppose. We've pulled it together and made it accessible and, and put it to this vision to give people some real targets to, to cooperate and work together towards. Shout out to those living in Rakiura, Stewart Island too, which is looking very untouched as I look at it on the map. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. where, where can people find it, Kitty? This is at ecoindex.nz. And yeah, go have a play. And there's frequently asked questions. And we'd love to engage with you about this map. Nice Hope one. it's useful. Yeah, we've also linked to it on our webpage. Thank you, Kitty. Great to talk to you and well done. Thanks very much, Jesse. Take care. Dr. Kitty Wallace, who's one of the team responsible for this eco-index map, a really quick way of seeing where we are at in terms of our um, ecosystems, how much of New Zealand is a natural ecosystem, how much of it is uh, low in terms of those ecosystems. You could sort of find your own place, work out what needs to be done, compare one region against another.